Shay. Hey, Julie. How's it going? It's going okay. How's your new year going? It's so good. It's so good. Thank you for asking. How about yours? Uh, it's been going great. Um, you know, we're all healthy and we're all still alive. So that's uh, a exactly. that's that's I always say I will not complain. You know, not saying I don't have anything to complain about, but I always try and see everything in the positive. So I totally agree with you. 2020 was a rough year for many, you know, myself included, but to God be the glory we made it through and we're still going. That That is so true. So we're talking today, um, as you know, we all have a lot to do with Adam and Eve. Yes. And we all know that in some form of a way, Adam and Eve were disobedient. And our topic uh, for a few minutes we want to find out is why are we women, some of us women, are not obedient? We're not listening to God. Mm-hmm. And we just want to talk for a few minutes about it and let the listeners know why we're not being obedient and why we should be obedient to God. Absolutely. I'm excited. I think it's a wonderful topic. I think that um, you choosing this really is shedding light. You know, the enemy, he likes the darkness. And the minute we start exposing him for really what it is and exposing our flaws, um, it says confess your sins to one another, you know. Um, so that, that's really what it is. Yes, that is so true. Um, because I've been doing some reading uh, and looking at some uh, Bible scriptures and it talks about how uh, God is light. Mm-hmm. And how the enemy, like you said, is dark. And the enemy wants to keep us women in the dark. He doesn't want us to what he doesn't want us to know what God wants us to yeah, requires of us, yeah. What he requires yeah, of us. And, right. And he does not want us to go out and to help um, other women. Absolutely true. <laughs> that is so very true. So in keeping with that, he's like, you know, he's uh, confusing us and he's feeding uh, most of us women lies and stuff. And for the sad sad part is there's a lot of us out, women out here that are believing the lies and that are believing into, that are believing his confusion. Right. And the thing about that, Julie, is that if you really think about anything in life, if you don't know the truth, then you're naive to it, right? So when we speak about um, the disobedient woman or obeying God, no one really wants to have correction, not from a child on. Um, and that's really what it is. It's a correcting of self. It is a discipline. It is a commitment. Um, someone who's serving God, it doesn't mean that your life is boring. My life is far from boring, but every day I try and live the way God would would have for me to live. And in doing so, you actually see the doors that open up um, in regard to following his word um, by being obedient to his word. And, and, you know, like I said, going back, I really feel that um, it's really because we want to do what we want to do because it feels good when we do the things that we want to do. Um we want to have sex with whoever we want to have sex with when we, when we want to have sex with them. Um, we want to be able to spend all of our money versus giving the first fruits. 
Um, we want to be able to eat the things that we want to eat. And that really goes back to, you know, what you brought up in the beginning, which was ease. Um, in having, you know, we were easy, she was easily tempted, you know, by the serpents um, to eat of this fruit because it's like, oh, I can't have it because it's it's going to make me better. You know, we're, we're very quick to believe um, that the things that we want to do is the best way for us, you know, versus saying, all right, God, let your will be done. You know, and sometimes that will does not feel good in our to our flesh. It doesn't feel good to that. So we're consistently wanting to feed our flesh. There's no good thing that resides in our flesh. And we always want to feed it. We want to feed it watching porn. We want to feed it, feed it um, lying. We want to feed our, you know, lustfully as far as, you know, sex when you're not supposed to have it. Even being a Christian, you have to die to yourself daily. Every single day, you have to cast down imagination. Every single day, you should be repenting. Every single day, you have to seek God. So like I said, it takes the dedication and the commitment that I think a lot of people aren't wanting to take, to be honest with you. And that, you know what, that is so true that, is, that a lot of people don't want to make the commitment. Mm-hmm. And, and they, it all goes back to God giving us the uh, free will. We feel like God gave us free will, so we should be able to choose what we want to do and how we want to do and when we want to do it. Right. But there are but there are consequences of those free wills. You could make the, the a bad decision. You you could choose something and make a a good decision. Absolutely. You know, there's always there's always going to be a consequences, and the thing is that we all need to get wise out here, and we all need to know that our decisions that we're making are bad right they have consequences for everything i always say you know to my husband my kids anybody that's around me for every action there is a reaction to it right so whether positive or negative there's going to be some type of reaction and i think that when we misalign ourselves with the word of god and what god truly wants for us and and truly saying lord i want your will to be done when we step outside of that, there is a there is another action for it. There's a reaction to that action that we've done. And a lot of times, even if we think it's good for us, it really ends up not being. Um, now, you know, with scripture, it also says that all things work together for the good, you know, to those who serve the Lord. So it's just kind of one of those things that, well, okay, even if something was bad, I learned from it. You know, for me, I don't have any... Um, I don't look at my past. I don't have regrets with anything that I do. I have them as lessons learned and testimonies. Um, and looking back on it, I can say that God has literally held me. You know, there was a situation um, the other day, my husband and I were on our way to church and out of nowhere, this car comes and within a split second almost hit us. And I immediately just started thanking God because it's that covering in being obedient to his word that you know he has you covered you know okay. what i'm saying in that moment that when you're walking in obedience and you're walking in the way that he's telling you to walk that there is a specific covering that god has over his people you know who wouldn't want to be covered i mean that's just like going outside in the rain and it's storming and you're getting wet for what when when god has he's the umbrella 
he's going to cover you so that you don't get wet, so that you don't catch a cold, so that you don't have, you know, soggy clothes. It's like all of those things. People forget that he is everywhere. He is everywhere. He is everything. He knows all things. He sees all things. And he knows the matters of your heart. Exactly. So why, why wouldn't I want to be that intimate with somebody to know me that well? I mean, we want intimacy with our, our relationships. So why wouldn't we want that intimacy with God? And, and walking out of obedience, walking if you don't walk in obedience, you're not going to have that intimacy. You're not going to have that connection. You're not going to have that covering or that commitment with God. And I'm sorry, it's really time for us as women um, to know who God has called you to be. It's time for you to wake up and say, hey, right now is the time for me to to take proper authority, to take back everything that the enemy has tried to steal from me and everything the enemy has already taken from me. It's time for me to take it back. And you can only do that by walking in the obedience of God. But it's like you're saying, there's still a lot of us out here that don't want that don't want the intimate relationship and they don't want to walk in obedience. Right. Well, there, I, I think that it feels for a lot of women, even myself, I always said um, back, you know, back when I really wasn't following God the way I do now, um, I used to say, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I, I want to go to church more. I want to read my word more. God wants to get you right where you are, because if you really think about it, God, it, the scripture says he will supply all of your needs. If you don't have a need for him, then what is there for him to supply? You know, so he wants to get you in your brokenness. He's he's like waiting for you. You don't have to wait to get yourself together. God is ready for you right where you are. And I think that's why a lot of people are scared of what if I fail at this Christian walk? What if I fail at doing the right thing? Listen, we fail every day, every single day. You know, thank God, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. There's no way God already knew what our path was going to look like. He's just waiting for us to come to him. You know, and I think that's why a lot of people don't want to follow because they're afraid of what does that even look like? My life is going to be boring. I won't be able to do the things that I want to do. Well, baby, let me tell you, it's a lot better when you are following him. Because doors that will begin to open and coverings will begin to happen that you never thought possible. You know, that's just my opinion on it. No, I happen to totally agree with you. I, I happen, you know, if we all start thinking the way you're just thinking about doors opening for us instead of what is, what is this going to look like? Oh, my life is going to be boring. Our lives would be so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what parent doesn't protect their child? What parent doesn't want to give their child any and everything that we ask for? You know, and it, and, and it's also something because there's a different comfort and there's a different peace um, when you're in God's presence. And, and it's your faith that is activated in those faithless um, areas of our life. You know, so many of us walk around scared. I can, and I said us because there's been times where if I didn't have the faith that I had, I don't know where my mind would have taken me. You know what I'm saying? And and back when I used to club and used to party and used to drink, and I thought that was all to it. But in those times, 
you know, I was sexually assaulted. I almost was sexually assaulted. I could have been an accident, but God was still covering me because he knew who I was going to be today. So there was no way that he was going to allow the enemy to take me out in my mess, in my foolishness, you know, and I truly believe that. So anybody who's not walking in obedience, it's one thing to be naive and not know the word of God. Um, I feel like that's when you are not walking in your obedience, um, when you know the word of God and you're still not following it. You know, there should be a, a big conviction. But if you're a baby and you don't really understand um, what it even means to be obedient, then how can you really not walk in that thing? You know, I just want somebody to just try Jesus right now. Just try him and just see what it's like. Like what you're not going to live any worse. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we should look at uh, look at uh, what Jesus did and look at his life and you said an ex- as an example of walking and obedience mm-hmm. that is our main point that we need to be more like Christ instead of more like who we are today right right and, and for me like I don't live my life people see me on social media I'm very transparent um, about my flaws And I want them to see the real raw, like who you see on social media is who I am in real life. And I talk about the flaws and I talk about my faith and I talk about how God has brought me through. And I think that things like that are important because for somebody who's not really necessarily in the word or knowing of the word, um, I think living examples are clear to those people to say, hey, they did it, I can too. They trust God, so can I, you know? So um, that's why I do what I do. It's not just for me. I understand that everything that I go through is not just for me, but it's so that God can get the glory. And he's only going to be able to get the glory if I continue to be obedient in that. Um, I'm able to love my husband through our arguments, through our flaws um, as a married couple, be out of obedience because I do follow the word of God and I try and live a Christ-like life, um, you know, in that. And so in that, my husband can rest assured that I'm never going to do anything to disrespect our marriage or my friends or business, you know, in every area. If I'm trying to consistently follow Christ, then the people around me can trust me just that much more. Well, that is so true. Um, you know, speaking for myself, I know I try to be uh, on social media transparent. Who they, whoever I am on social media is who I am in real life. Uh-huh. And I, we're just out here really just trying to help other women, other people um, get to know God intimately. Yeah, and I think you're doing a great job, Julie. You're really out there spreading the word. You're really trying to stay connected with people, you know, to get their opinions or how they follow God and really set the example. So I think you're doing an amazing job. Well, thank you. And I think uh, you're doing the, you know, your your projects and stuff you're doing. I really believe that you're making a big impact on the world of women, you know. Thank you. I appreciate that. I very much appreciated, Julie. And I'm... Well, we're going to end the show right now, but uh, thanks for being on the show. And I'm hoping to uh, 
in the fall and uh, get it, you know, the uh, the sister circle set up. It's probably just going to be, uh, it's going to be by invitation only because like they said, and I'm sure you heard this quote from the Bible, not everyone is who they say they are. There's people out there, women with hidden agendas. Absolutely. I totally agree with you there. So we're going to really want to um, work with people, other women who are going to be like ourselves. But of course, we just have to see how the virus is going itself. You know? Right, right. Well, that's why we always have virtual, you know. <laughs> God has opened up the door for so many of us to be able to, to learn new platforms. You know, coronavirus wasn't all bad. It really taught a lot of people a, a few things um, and just how to manage different things. So... You know, and, and even in that, we can see the good that came out of a bad situation, you know, but I think someone who's not following Christ is very hard to see that. You know, you always want to see the negative versus the positive. Definitely, definitely. And so we'll have you back on our show later on in the spring or the summer. I appreciate that, Julie. I, I really do. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You're welcome. Okay, take care. You're Bye. Sure.